The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. Welcome to Healthy Lifestyle with Lorianne. I am Coach Lorianne. Our goal here at Healthy Lifestyle is to inspire, educate, and empower you to fulfill a healthy emotional, spiritual, and physical life so you can feel empowered to live the life you have always wanted and dreamed. Welcome to the show. I hope you're having a beautiful day. I know I am, and we're excited to have our guest on today. And on Healthy Lifestyle, we're going to give you some verbal caffeine to light you up with possibilities. Today on our show, we have Paul Short from Face to Face Space. Um, He too is a coach. He's an experienced speaker, coach, facilitator, trainer with a passion for cultivating value globally. He's creative, a strategic individual, a strong public communicator with the aim to strengthen, grow, and equip his listener, a result-driven leader, confident and competent, skilled and resilient, professional facilitator, adept public speaker with the ability to connect. Indeed, he is empower and inspire his audience in an authentic, witty, and raw manner. Welcome to the show, Paul. Thank you. That was awesome, Lori. Uh, that was a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It was almost like a tongue twister. So, it, but but so true, so true. I, I know when I first met you, um, I just I one I loved your energy, and it always starts that way for me, the vibration. We talk about that on the show a lot, someone's vibration, their energy, and how we like instantaneously, it was like magnets, <laughs> except we didn't repel like magnets. We were connected like a like a magnet. And I know that, you know, your coaching style is uh, on a similar track as mine. We're here to serve other people and help them find the best version of themselves and and just excel in what they do. And I, which makes me want to jump into something that I know you do. And this is something that uh, we had started to talk about and then we weren't finishing it. So we're going to talk about it today. Reactive awesome. versus the responsive mindset. You know, I talk about mindset, the importance yeah. of mindset, how we can change on a dime in a day by changing our mindset and where we are. We can stop that 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 trail into negativity on our own. So let's talk about reactive versus responsive. Yeah, absolutely. Well, th- first of all, thank you, Lori, for bringing me on. It's a delight and an honor to be here. Absolutely. 2024, wait, what are, what are most of us facing? Uh, we're all making making decisions. We're all facing intersections. We're all navigating next steps. We're all navigating relationships and family issues and conflict. And uh, what I've noticed in my short tenure as a coach is this idea of like, hey, I have two decisions. Am I going to explode? Am I going to scream? Am I going to yell? Or am I going to exit out toxic nonverbals? Or am I going to be responsive, warm, different pace, thoughtful, pausing, talking it out with a spouse or a champion? thinking it through with a responsive mindset, right? So most of us are reactive. And as a coach, I help move clients from a reactive position to a responsive mindset. Yeah. And that pausing, let's talk about pausing because we've been talking about pausing here on the show and the importance of pausing. 
It's very difficult to learn the pause when we've been taught, we've been taught to be reactive because in school, when we're very young, it's like answer, answer. Don't you have an answer? Okay. If you don't have an answer, we got to move on. But, 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 so our response is our initial response is our initial reaction to whatever we're, we think we hear. We're not really hearing what we're hearing. And I know that if you take a day and some, some people say, you know, if you're going to respond, write the email, but don't send it and wait till the next day to send it. Cause when you reread it, you'll be like, that's a little harsh and you have to rewrite it. Right. So, so let's talk about pausing. What kind of tools do you give your clients for doing the pause? I think the pause is really important. It's as soon as you hear something that is kind of discourse to you to put, hit that pause button, you know, like that staple button. Yeah. (laughs) Hit that pause button to allow yourself to breathe and really assess what was actually said versus what you thought you heard. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you so much for highlighting that, right? It's the idea of moving from a place of unrest to a place of rest, right? How do I go from a place of unrest, right, to a place of rest? And so uh, in my time with you, it's a process, right? It's not a recipe. It's not a program. It's not a formula, right? It's through a processes of coming together, receiving some practice applications and some strategies and saying, okay, are you satisfied at being at a pace of unrest? And would you like to discover what it looks like to move at a pace of rest, right? And so obviously I ask them, hey, what does unrest look like, right? It might be working until 11 o'clock at night. It might be not sleeping well. It might be I'm rushed. I yell at my spouse or partner. I, I, I am cold to my children, right? All the symptoms that we see day to day. Could we, if, if we want to put a different word on unrest, could it be a little bit more chaotic than that of rest? Rest is, there's a, a rhythm, a, a nicer, kinder rhythm to it, right? Whereas where unrest is, it's a, a little bit more chaotic. Um, there's not a, a, a nice like rhythm to it. Um, and it, almost you don't, you, you kind of feel out of control. Maybe that's a, a word I'm looking for. There's this uh, lack of, of control and the lack of control is making you feel unrest and that unrest makes you feel chaotic. Yes? Yeah. Absolutely. Go, you know, once again, I talk about you know moving from a transactional position to a transformational position. And in order to be transformational, you have to be at a pace of rest, right? And and so many of my clients, much like yours, are are at a place of going going from storm to storm, going from issue to issue, going from right uh, conflict to conflict, or from job to job, and they're at they're so transactional. Right. They're going from one task to the next task to the next task to the next task. Right. They're not sleeping well at night. Their relationships could be cold and short. And and so they're so transactional all throughout their day. And they feel like a widget in a cog. Right. And so this is what I'm what I'm sensing in a lot of my clients and, and what many of them come to me as is they're just a widget in a cog and they're lacking satisfaction fulfillment, right? Balance and clarity. And so many of them want to go from being transactional to being transformational, going from reactive to a responsive mindset. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you said that there's a process and sure enough. So it takes us a long time to add, you know, the extra weight on our bodies. And then it takes us equally as much time, if not twice as much time to lose all that weight or or release, I should say, because if we lose it, our, our brains will actually look to find it again. But yeah. release that extra weight. Um, and it takes you twice as long. The same thing is that we've been conditioned, yeah. uh, trained, um, however you want to label it, to be reactive. 
And yeah. so the process, the, the reaction and being reactive, we've learned over a course of time, right? So that process is unlearning that and replacing it. So we, we're enacting, quite frankly, the law of replacement. We're going to replace this activity, which no longer serves us, into an activity that serves us better. That being either in a, a restful situation or maybe a transformational situation, right? That's what we're talking about. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's going back to this idea of like, I go back to the very basics, right, is making sure that all of us as humans understand our makeup, right? And that's so important, body, soul, and spirit. But it's even breaking that down even more is what is actually, right, refueling that body, soul, and spirit. And so I ask him a very basic question, right? What is your source of life, right? Going back to that very basic question and by quite frankly most of most of the people in the world look at me like i have two heads what do you mean what is my source of life right i would rather go get another job title or i'd rather get another trophy or i'd rather get another some more status on my tiktok right and so it's a matter of saying hey let's pause let's pump the brakes and let's think about this question what is your source of life and what is refueling you as a human what is refueling your body what is refueling your soul and what is refueling your spirit and so as a coach, I help walk them through that process, help them walk them through that conversation, because most of them, that conversation is foreign. They're not used to having that kind of conversation, and they're not talking, they're not used to being refueled. They like to run on fumes. This is the lie we believe. We actually teach ourselves to run on fumes. Yeah, well, we're taught to run on fumes. We're taught to go, 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 go. And you're lazy if you take a pause. And I mean, just having people take a pause, take that breath. They're like, oh, no, they'll think I'm lazy. No, no. And if they do, that's a them issue, not a you issue. Yep. You're taking a pause so you could take a breath and you can actually, you know, enjoy the moment and be present in the moment. And when we're not refueled, when we're not taking care of our body, soul, and spirit, um, we can't show up the way we, the best way that we possibly can, right? We also can't hear and show up for other people that way. And everything that you pointed out that, that motivates people outside is an external validation. And what you and I are saying is we need to go internal. All our success codes, and, and my listeners hear this from me all the time, and I'm known for saying this, is all of our success codes are already inside us when we're born. It's just a matter of learning how to tap into it. And we're taught to go external. So that's why we get a lot of our blocks between, and this is statistical, between the ages of two and 12. Yep. So those those blocks occur because we're going outside of ourselves, getting that validation, getting getting other people to say, oh, you're good. And that's yep. represented by getting an award, a certificate, a diploma, a this. And again, I'm not saying we shouldn't get certificates and diplomas. I'm just saying our value yep. isn't based on that. Our value is already in it is already innate. It's already yep. here. And the, yeah. the uniqueness of each of us, and I mean you, Y-O-U uniqueness of each of us is, is what, what that differentiates us from each other and allows us to do the same thing. Like we're both coaches. Yeah. We would never coach the same people um, because we have different styles and different people will vibrate towards us and we serve, we serve the populace. But, 
we're saying similar things, right? Yeah. So with people who think you're crazy, I think they're crazy, Paul, quite frankly, because I, I totally understand where you're coming from. And and what is the source of your life and what is fueling you? That's a great question. I really want you all to write that down and ask yourself that question is what is refueling you as a human? I yeah. love that you said that. And not only, you know, uh, on an es esoteric level, it's your body, your soul, and your spirit. I want you to sit down and take a pause and think about that because what refuels you? Yeah, a good question. Uh, you know, depends on what kind of hat I'm wearing as a human, as a as a as a business owner. Which one? As a human. <laughs> as a human, uh, that's a great question. You know, I think the power of people, the power of relationships. You know, it's two uh, humans coming together. I was on a call with uh, some leaders last night, and an older father shared a story. He has five daughters. Which, wow, <laughs> that's Stop admirable. Left. Admirable in itself, right? Five daughters. And he- That's a lot of est estrogen in a household. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think he said between the ages of 18 and 30, right? So he's an empty nester or soon to be. And he says, you know, he was honest with us. He says, I have, I'm close to all four. I'm clo close to four out of five. I'm like, wow, that's, that's, a, that's a good batting average. And he says, there's one that rubs up against me and I rub up against them. And uh, so I said, hey, tell me more. And so he, he, they were on a birthday call. So there were seven of them, you know, the two caregivers and the five daughters, and they're celebrating the one birthday. And so they're getting ready to close the call. And, you know, I have, a, I have, I have an affections to hear stories about hope and peace and restoration and forgiveness and mercy, right? These things that I call invisible worth, right? Invisible value, all of these words, love right kindness they all hold invisible value and so this dad was sharing and at the end of the call he pointed out the girl who he tends to be edgy with her hair and nobody else noticed it he said at the very call end of the call he says hey i noticed your hair there's something the light is reflecting off your hair this is a dad saying this and he said he said on the call he says if you walked in bald i wouldn't even know it <laughs> so here he is on this zoom call and he's saying to this girl, this daughter, he goes, I noticed the hair is coming off your hair differently. And her cheeks turned red. Her whole nonverbal changed. And the only person that noticed her haircut that she received that day was the father that tends to be a little edgy. And nobody else noticed it, not her mom, not her sisters. And it was just this beautiful moment of yeah. hope, a beautiful moment of restoration, a beautiful <laughs> moment of life. That's what I live for. Yeah, that's that's um, that's a beautiful story, and and there was connection there. And the great thing about that is is and and everybody will have that one child who is just you just can't figure them out. And I I want to give them the secret to that. They're probably you reflecting back at you, mm -hmm. and so it's so confusing. And so I have one. I have one like that. And it's like, oh, for God's sakes, that's me. And I'm like, now I get it. <laughs> you know, because yeah. it's reflecting right back in my face. And once we can become aware of that, and that's a beautiful connection story because there was an awareness there that's not usually there. And and for him to be able to say it out loud, point it out, and and give those kudos, you know, that grace in that moment is just beautiful. So I agree with you that. Yeah. The power of a relationship connecting with other humans on a level that's just intentionally and and from the heart yeah. and that's that's a beautiful thing and that's what we all try to do here right we're here to serve one another we're here to connect with one another and we're here to learn and yeah. how we learn is what 
the people are put in front of us. I mean, I know I'd learn from my clients as much as they learn from me. And it's so funny sometimes because I'm divinely guided. Sometimes I get messages and I was like, wait, no, that one was for me. I'm going to take that one. That was, you know, part of that's for you, but that was also for me. And I'll write it down. And they laugh because they're like, okay. And it's again, being aware, being open to it and seeing those signs, seeing those little nudges and I have to tell you, share a story with you. Um, I'm I'm working through uh, buying a company, and um, I'm I'm having a having a conversation with a woman, and things are getting a little bumpy because at the end, when you're getting close to signing pay- papers, um, what happens is the people selling start to get crazy, itchy, itchy. I don't mean crazy in a bad way, but they start to get like, oh my gosh, am I doing the right thing? They're getting remorse. You know, the buyer's getting buyer's remorse. You know, it's like, oh my God, what did I just do? Kind of a thing, right? Yeah. So everybody's having this uh, fearfulness that's that's seeping in. And it's so funny because I got this this message. So I'm, I'm, I, I went away. I have two houses. I'm very fortunate and blessed with that. So I was coming back from my South Carolina house. I had my mail, whole bin of mail that I had to go through. And I was going through the mail and I'm ripping up the stuff that's just garbage. And I go throw the garbage out and I have this pail that has like little um, holes in it. Right. And I thought I emptied the garbage pail and I put it on the stairs to bring it up to my office later. And I noticed there was a little small piece of paper hanging on to the side of the pail. And I pulled the paper and on it, it says, let the seller know you're uh, sincere about buying. Mm. Let the seller know you're sincere about buying. Something to that word. But something to that effect. And I'm like, and I I was like, this is so timely. So I called her up and I was like, hey, by the way, I just want you to know, blah, blah, blah. We had a conversation and we're going to have more conversations. So it was just, so those are the little nudges. It's like Mm -hmm. that, how the amount of paper, I mean, the basket was full, that that piece got got stuck on that side. And that's what I saw. It could mean a million things, of course, but it it was the message that I needed to receive at that particular moment. So I took the action that I needed to take. So that taking action when you receive those messages, it's like getting that that phone call or waking up from a dream and going, gee, I wonder how Paul is. Mm -hmm. Pick up the phone and call Paul. Yeah, absolutely. find out how how Paul Short is doing and how amazing he's serving his clients. So yeah. those are the things that we mean when we speak about nudges and whispers and mm-hmm. just signs, those kind of things. If you're open and aware, once you're aware, you can change it or you could leave it the same, right? Mm-hmm. So it all everything starts with awareness, including you know this process of being reactive versus responsive and getting into that responsive mode. I call it ego versus your observer, right? And that process is important. But the other thing I heard you say, and I hear that a lot of people aren't doing, is self-care. They're so out here that they're not taking care of themselves. And how do we serve other people if we're not modeling it and taking care of ourselves, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we When we move at the pace of others, when we move at the pace of the widget and the cob, then we're never going to move at the pace of value, Right. And, and value for who you are, value for the gift, talent, and skills you have, value for the story that you offer to others. And I, you know, I just had a client session yesterday, right? The individual is a professional, been in his field for 20 plus years, and he's wanting to pivot, 
right? And he's questioning him themselves because why? He's not measuring up to the metrics. And I'm like, this is not about the metrics. Like, this is about what you want and where you want to go. If you're not experiencing satisfaction and value and connection, right? You need to be honest with yourself. And we, we live, uh, we, ha- we, we I give myself, much like you, give myself my clients permission to say, hey, what would it look like to to pivot from a, a pace of widgets and cogs and metrics to a place of valuing who you are and taking time to pause, taking time to not be reactive. What does it look like to be responsive towards yourself? What does it look like to be responsive towards your spouse and your partner? What does it look like to be responsive to your children? And we don't give ourselves permission to do that. And once again, that goes back to identifying the question, what is your source of life, right? Because if you're not being refueled, if you're not being fed or restored, then you're going to be running on fumes and you can't pump the brakes and you can't pause because you're on that rat race of life. Oh my God, brilliant. I love leaving off on that uh, for this half. You're listening to Healthy Lifestyle with Lorianne on JBC Broadcasting and iHeartRadio. We're going to take a short break. We will be right back. Welcome back to Healthy Lifestyle with Lorianne. I am Coach Lorianne. If you'd like to be a, a guest or lift up your business product or not for profit, please feel free to email us at healthylifestylewitha at gmail.com. Or if you have a question or comment, please reach out to us. We answer every question that we get and we really appreciate your comments, compliments, and your support healthy lifestyle with la at gmail.com and you all know me i'm a coach i've developed a proven six step system that will provide a strategy a plan and an ability for you to take action make it easy for visionary entrepreneurs like yourself take action if you're interested please visit us at coachlorian.com or ldcstrategies.com hope to see you there in the meantime today we are speaking with the fabulous paul short from face to face space.com um, if you want any more information about him please visit him at face to face space.com it is um interesting uh, what we were talking about, and I want to jump right back into the fact that we were. Yeah, let's do that. We were we were really talking about um, that pace of value of really understanding the value that each of us give, and it's so funny because you said we're running at this really fast pace. And I have a client who um, she was back in November. She was um, almost uh, the best way to describe it, and I love her to death. Um, but she knew this. She was almost hyperventilating. She goes, "No, I have to write this book, and it has to be done by the end of December because of this, 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 and this." And she was like forcing herself and forcing, and she's like, "It's not coming out." And, I don't know what to do. And I was like, yeah, because you have created a false deadline. Now, deadlines are important because that keeps us on track. So so the best boss for someone who doesn't have a boss is, in fact, a deadline. Mm-hmm. But however, here's the grace we give ourselves is that's just a proposed deadline. We can move that deadline. Mm-hmm. You know, it gives us some place to, to reach for. It gives us a goal to reach for so we have it done. But in doing this to herself, and she, it was all self-imposed stress, by doing this, she was taking out the the um, creativity, she was putting in these bindings that were unnecessary. And yeah. once she released it, and I was like, so what makes, why other than this course that you're taking, I said, can you call them and extend it so that 
you can have more time to do what you're writing and really take that grace of time to really do what you want to do for the people who are going to read this book. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's absolutely, it ended up being absolutely fabulous, but because she took that away and, and she was backing it up with, with promotion and she was backing that up. So she was stacked herself in, into 2024, into May. So from May f- all the way to January, because when we do marketing, we do it backwards, right? Um, from May all the way to January, she was stacked up with what she was going to do, how she was going to roll it out, and she needed to do it by this time. And for these reasons and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, so what would happen if we didn't do any of that? And if we allowed this to come out the way it's supposed to come, and then we can create that marketing plan, I said, everybody's going to come out on January 14th. I'm sorry, February 14th. You know, it's like jumping on that Black Friday bandwagon. You know, you are an individual who's trying to get attention in the middle of a parade. Mm -hmm. Not really going to happen, right? You know, in the middle of a parade, you're like, hey, look at me. Hey, look at me. You're surrounded by clowns and floats and fireworks and bubbles and stuff like that. You're not going to get a lot of attention. And I was like, why not stand out by yourself? And why put that pressure on yourself of that and and do something from a marketing standpoint that allows yourself grace. And she was just, when she got that aha moment, mm-hmm. um, she made the phone call. She got on the phone and said, hey, can I extend this? They said, sure. And, yeah. and she was just flabbergasted by that. She goes, I never thought to ask. And I was like, well, it always starts with asking. You know, the worst case scenario is they say, no, you're not in a worse place than you were before you made the phone call, right? So, but I love that. And she slowed down. And as a result of slowing down, the writing of her book came quicker. Yeah. So the the action of slowing down in her mind and in those restrictive things she was putting into place, she was putting these these expectations into place, which were virtually un, unattainable, right? Mm-hmm. And by by doing that, she actually sped up the creative process. So that's what you're talking about, about, you know, that piece. And now getting into the piece of value, there's a calmness, by the way, that came over her. So the energy in November and her energy today, entirely different. She's like someone who's in control of what's going on in her life. And control in the only way we can be in our responsive answers, right? And how we respond to the world. And also there's a calmness because she is actually executing. So she doesn't have this stuff rattling around in her brain with all these deadlines that are, again, fabricated and self-imposed by the way our society raises us, don't you think? Absolutely, right? Uh, Similar to you, I had a client in Michigan who was a pretender, right? She was a partner at her firm. Uh, highly successful as a professional, and yet she would go home, close the door, and she was an imposter. And unfortunately, that's the narrative for too many humans, is all the trophies, all the titles, and all the status says something else. And when they lock the door to their home, they become an imposter to who they really are. Mm. And they're Why is that? Why is that? Wow. Because it goes back to the idea that we've sold out to a lie, right? We've become conditioned instead of living in a posture of being unconditional. And so we also haven't taken time to identify the answer to that question. What is my source of life? Yeah. So we have to live this false narrative. And so she would go home. And I remember my first meeting with her. She was just in tears. I mean, it was really, as you would say, a divine moment. And I don't even know this lady. We met through socials and she's crying the first 10 minutes of our call. Yeah. Right. And so 
But through the process, I was able to walk her through how to answer that question. What is your source of life? What is refueling you? And giving her permission to move at a pace of value. Yeah, yeah. And that pace of value. Let's talk about the pace of value. Um, yeah, our our society sets us up to run at their pace. Um, because if we run at our own pace, then we can't be controlled by other people, right? So so we lose a piece of us by doing that, by giving in. Um, I don't I don't use the word selling out because most to sell out, I think you have to be cognitive of it. And a lot of times we're just really under this sleepy thing that goes on because, you know, they have us watching TV and they have us watching all these repetitive commercials over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And anything that you see over and over again, what's a belief, Paul? It's a thought we think over and over again. So if they can get in our head and think of these things, um, it keeps us small as opposed to shutting off the TV. Don't shut off your radio though when we're on, um, but shutting that stuff off and allowing us to only um, absorb things that make us better, that mm -hmm. lift us up, right? I think that's an important thing that keeps you away from that imposter syndrome, that that keeps you away from not being the best version of yourself, right? Yeah, I, I, uh, <laughs> the pace of value, so important, so vital. Are you taking time to hit pause and say, okay, Am I truly valued? Am I cultivating value for myself? Am I valued by the people I have in my life? I uh, recently had a client come to me and says, hey, I want to reset my entire community because she realized for the first time in her life, she wasn't being valued by the people that she called friends, right? And it was a beautiful awareness, right? And we need more and more humans who are willing to say, hey, I need to hit pause and have a moment of honesty with myself to say, am I moving at the pace of value or am I actually pretending and moving at a transactional pace? So how does if so give people some tools, um, yeah. give people tools. How do I if I've never done pace of value for myself, um, I've never asked myself this, these questions. What what are some questions I can ask myself to get me to understand the pace, my pace of value? Yeah, great question. Uh, number one is you have to give yourself permission to identify one, no more than two champions in your life. Who Why are more than two? Uh, because I don't think we can handle more than two. <laughs> <laughs> right? Is socials has actually taught us that more is better. And, th and that's a lie. Once again, less is more. And so two, three, but I would say ideally one or two champions in your journey who you can be transparent with, who you can be authentic with, right? And you give them permission to ask you the hard questions. So uh, when you say champion, you're you're meaning like a raving fan person who really supports you, good, bad, bad ugly, who yeah. accepts you for who you are and you can trust and they'll jump in a foxhole with you, so to speak. And it's typically someone who has more experience, right? They're farther along. Their story is far more mature. They've proven themselves. They've walked through some turmoil. They've walked through some adversity. They're resilient. They're willing to be warm. They're willing to be transparent and friendly. And they're willing to call you out in a supportive and positive and health way. And loving. Yeah. Yeah. In a loving way. Like we, do, like we do as coaches. I mean, that's what we do as coaches is we, we really are those champions for our clients to say, yeah, but 
you know, let's talk real talk here, you know, and I, I always have, I always have my client sign a permission slip for me to, to allow me to talk real with them, you know, so, so we take out the permission slip and I'm like, permission slip time, you know, yeah. because it, it, we really need to be able to do it, but you can speak real um, and ask those questions for them to ask themselves. So that's one permission. Yeah, number two. Yeah. Number two. So number one, yes. Identify one or two champions. Number two is you got to really go on an honest walk, an honest walk. Right. Typically in a space that is not comfortable for you, it could be outdoors, it could be at a cafe, it could be at a library, it could be at a mall, could be in a community center, but typically not your home or your workspace because that could be too comfortable for you, too complacent for you. So go on an honest walk and ask yourself, hey, um, am I experiencing value? Do I have what I want and where I want to go? Right. Those three questions right there. Right. And Say them if, again. If, am I experiencing value? Am I experiencing value? Right. right. <laughs> are you writing these down? I'm, I'm writing it at the pace that our listeners are writing it down. Uh, am I number, experiencing value? Yeah, yeah. Number two, what do you want? Are you experiencing what you want? And number three, are you experiencing where you want to go? Right. Right. And so too often we're, we're at a transactional pace where we don't give ourselves permission to have an honest walk with ourselves and ideally with our source of life, right? Now that obviously may or may not happen depending on who the person is. But I think an honest walks gives you permission to inadvertently slow down and saying, okay, am I, can I answer these three questions? And if not, I might need a Lori Ann or I might need a Paul. And yeah. so this is the invaluable space that, that this is the invaluable space that you and I are at because yeah. I think there's tens of thousands tens of thousands of, of humans yeah. that are unable to go on an honest no I'm sorry they're on they're they are on an honest walk but they aren't able to process fully the answers to these three questions yeah without a doubt and and that's that's where we do come in that's where we're where you and I come in is we can help them go on the walk we walk with them on the walk and we help them dis dissect and decipher what the answers are because that, those are those are very deep questions to ask yourself but again you know we're talking about awareness these three questions pull you into awareness from awareness we can make choices and sometimes the choices I'm really happy where I am right now. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's okay. You know, Absolutely. and you might be happy right now here in this moment. And then tomorrow you may decide, you know what? I want more and that's okay. What's number three. Yeah. Number three is um, I always ask questions like, Hey, what do you value? Right. What's the language that you value? Right. And so I give them language circles. Right. And so uh, language circles, pretending that they're in the center. I'm saying, hey, what are some language that could surround you as a human? And I think it's important that we have that dialogue. That's a much farther long process that takes to obviously um, unwrap. But that's a good strategy that someone can say, because language is so powerful. Am I allowing right? Am I allowing right um, the next storm or the next chaos? the next chaotic or the next noise to dictate my life or define who I am? Or am I allowing language to help me respond? Yes, 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 yes. Words matter. Nonverbal is much more powerful than the verbal, but then you attach it to the words that people are choosing. Languaging matters. 
And and it's it's funny, I've been saying that the last two years to my clients. And I was like, is that what you really mean? Because languaging matters. And they're like, well, no, this is what I, okay. You know, so it, it allows you to drill down. So when you start paying attention to the words you're using, even if it's not what you mean, it's like can't and won't. When somebody says can't, I'm like, oh, you really mean won't. And they're like, what? And I was like, replace every can't word that you ever use with the word won't. Because the reality is, is you can if you want it to, yep. but you don't want to. And also that's a victimist language. Yep. Can't is, you know, I'm not allowed. Mm-hmm. You know, can't is not the real word. The won't is the real word. It's being honest. It's yeah. just, it sounds harsher to say won't. Yeah. Um, you know, so, so, but it's not harsh. It's being honest. It's being yeah. honest with yourself that I, I don't want to do this. So I, I won't. Yeah. You so can. In, I don't yeah, want yeah. to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So in review, number one, right, identify one or two individuals that could be a champion. Number two, go on an honest walk, ask three honest questions. Walk. Number three, right, language circles. And then, of course, number four, you know what the answer is, right? Hire a coach, right? Because we can't do it alone. Right. We can't do it alone. We need Let's unwrap that for a second. Let's unwrap that because people are like, why can't I do it alone? I could do this alone. Yeah. I know what my answer is. I'd love to know what your answer is to this. Why uh, can't they do it alone? Mm, uh, one, because I'm judgment free. Right. I'm an attentive listener. And number uh, three is I'm unbiased. Right. Because if I go to a family member, even if I go to a champion, that might be biased. And so as a coach, I'm able to offer strategies i'm over i'm able to offer next steps not based on any experience or attachment to your journey yes 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 it's so important that you we all as humans have somebody that's outside of the noise outside of some of the pace that you're going through so if you're on this radio call right have yourself consider hiring a coach Lorianne, Paul, somebody. Yeah, somebody that resonates. But I will also add to that is, and and our listeners hear this, is make sure that coach has a coach because a coach without a coach is uncoachable. Um, And it's really important because we all need somebody. Um, I I use this visual, Paul, is that I am um, standing on the coping and you're in the pool and you're treading water. Um, And I mean, the client is treading water, trying to keep their head above water literally and figuratively, right? And from the from the side that like you said, I'm unbiased, I'm judgment free, I'm an attentive listener. I don't have any emotional connection to anyone around you. Yep. I'm just looking at the circumstance and the words you're using. And I can say shark in the front and coming from the back because yeah. I can see the bigger picture because I'm not in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. When I'm in the middle of my own stuff, I can't do it myself. I'm a professional coach. Yeah. I coach other coaches, but I can't coach myself. And recently I had um, a scenario where I needed, you know, really to work through things. And I went into, I have a, a, a Mavens coaching group. Hey ladies, nice to talk with you and always good to hang with you. And they're all like wonderful, amazing humans and coaches throughout the the world, literally. And um, and I brought my my where I was, and I was like, help me out. And they're like, well, how about this? And how about this? And look at this. Yeah. And how about this? And look at this. And and that that just got me right to where I needed to go because I needed to see it from a different angle. You cannot three sixty your own. Yeah situation, no matter what you're doing. All you can see is what's in front of you. We can 360 for you. And there's no attachment to the outcome. We want you to be successful. That's our attachment is we want you to be successful and find 
the best version of yourselves, but mm-hmm. we're not attached to that outcome. And we're trying to help you release the outcome because it's going to change as you navigate through these questions. And I love that. Again, permission, you know, one, no more than two champions in our lives. So find out who those people are. I have my bestie, Deborah. She's my cheerleader. Love, love, love her. Um, honest walk. Take that honest walk. Ask yourself those three questions. If you didn't write them down, don't worry. I'll have them in the in the information below so that, and that's why I write them down, Paul, so that we can make sure that you have those questions and listen to what Paul is saying. Paul, it, it, just you're just so amazing at this. Again, face-to-face space.com to reach out to Paul. The third is, what do you value your language circles if you've never heard of language circles reach out to paul reach out to me reach out to other coaches um i would reach out to paul quite frankly but that's just me um and and really understand you know understand that go through that process it's like pulling back an onion and when you start understanding that you're also understanding who you are and you're going to fall in love with yourself again if you have ever fallen out of love with yourself or ever learned to fall in love with yourself and then like you said four is hire a coach because you need somebody to hold you accountable to be able to walk you down those walks and down the stairs and up the stairs that you're going to meet um and and meet it with grace they're gonna we're, we walk beside you right paul we, yep. you're, you walk right beside your clients right absolutely I'm, last I'm, uh takeaway if uh you know me here i love to give an action item to everyone what would be your action item to people who are listening in the realm in the context of coaching in uh, the context of them taking and finding their pace of value yeah uh, once again i offer a, a complimentary 30-minute coaching you can go on face-to-face space.com and or you can email Lori and she can put you put you in touch with me. Um, and really, uh, this is a time to be gritty. This is a time to be resilient. This is a time to reset and pivot. That's the new normal of 2024. If you're listening to this, this is the new normal, right? As we're continuing to exit the pandemic, the new normal is reset and pivot. I love it. Reset and pivot. So your action item for me is to really take that, take these four steps and really, really think about what you're doing because that reset and pivot is an important element. Paul, thank you so much for being on today. I am so grateful that you came on. I'm always grateful to have you in my space. Thank you all for joining us today on Healthy Lifestyle with Lorianne. I hope we earned the privilege of your time. Again, I want to thank our guest, Paul Short, face-to-face space.com. I'll look for our show next Saturday at 3 p.m. and we can be followed on all major platforms and we would be so grateful if you please like follow share and subscribe until next time i am Lorianne kazdia play a higher role serve a higher purpose show for you and show up big have a great day everyone the views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station jvc broadcasting management or its sponsors